I pray everybody is well. Happy, happy, turn up, turn up Tuesday. Yes, I had to get y'all in your feels because guess what? A girl's on her feels. Um, it's a good day to have a good day. That is the kind of song that I used to bang. Let me tell y'all, listen, you know, you know, you know, a relationship's coming to the end before it comes to the end, right? So you sing every slow jam as if it's going to make you feel better, as if it's going to heal your heart, as if if you continue to sing at the top of your lungs from the shower, <laughs> it's going to save it. Don't act like I'm the only one. I know I'm not. <laughs> Y'all be heartbroken, shower singing, singing, hoping that it's going to save something. And it really just reminded me of something I heard this weekend. But before we get into it, we're going to do something different today. Y'all ready? Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, even if you're driving right now, even if you're working right now, even if you're getting ready, just give yourself a couple seconds to do this exercise. So we're going to take a deep breath in for four counts. Hold it for two. Breathe out for six. Y'all ready? Let's go. Breathe in. Two, three, four. Hold. One, two. Breathe out. Breathe in. One, two, three, four. Hold it. One, two. Breathe out for six. Push it all the way out. Four, five, six. Breathe in. One. Two, bring it in, come on, three, four, hold it there, one, two, pushing it all the way out, three, two, three, push it out, four, five, six, one more, breathe in, two, three, four, hold it, one, two, breathe it out, one, two, three, four, five, six, relax. We're going to do it again, but this time, when you actually take that breath out, I want you to go, ah, okay? So you actually have to make the noise. I don't care where you are. I don't care how crazy it feels or how it looks. Let's go. We're going to breathe in for four. We're going to hold it for two. And on the breath out, ah. We're actually gonna make it out. Y'all ready? Here we go. Let's go. One, two, breathing in. Three, four, holding for two. One, two, pushing it out. <sighs> and in. One, two, three, four, hold. One, two, breathe out. <sighs> and again, in. Two, three, four, hold it. One, two, breathe it out. Keep going. One more, one, two, three, four, hold for two. And come back. Let me know in the comment box how you're feeling. Now that's something that my coach does with me before I go into any of our sessions, just so it brings me to the present. 
I sometimes do it in some of my sessions because it just allows you to focus. But I learned something new on top of that this weekend. So the reason why I actually get you to go, ah, is because did you guys know that the original name for divine was exactly that? Ah. So you know what that taught me? I've said this for many years, but I just feel like sometimes our beliefs and our and things we've been taught have been so tainted. But I've always said, perhaps one of the closest things that remind us that we are divinely connected to source, that we are divine in this lifetime is breath. Because the minute we don't have it, we're dead. And so when you go, ah, not only does it allow you to catch your breath, not only does it allow it, you to be present, it allows you to connect and call upon source. So for anybody that's been struggling with believing in God, Allah, Buddha, did you hear it? Did y'all hear it? Allah, Buddha, Jehovah. <laughs> when I tell y'all question everything, I mean it. So much things like the beauty, the truth, the core has been misinterpreted and lost in language. And if you didn't know, it's on purpose. It's on purpose so you don't know your power. It's on purpose so you don't remember who you are. It's on purpose so you're out here feeling lost and like you need things and like things ain't working out. Because when you really know your power and what you're connected to, guess what? That's how you live. In breath. You can breathe deeply into things. You can connect deeply into things. But who's really willing to trust? Guess what it also does? It allows you to let go. It allows you to surrender. It allows you to be present. It actually brings you out of your thinking. Because it's your thinking that's got you on the SOS. Who wants to know what SOS stands for? <laughs> Stuck on stupid. <laughs> Stuck on stupid. Better yet, I've got another one. Same old stories. How much of you are living a life with a massive siren in front of your head, in front of your face that says S-O-S? Stuck on stupid. 
same old stories. And just in case you didn't think you were stuck on stupid, thinking that you can't create the life that you want to live, thinking that you don't have no power, thinking that everything's happened to you, thinking that you're going to need to stay the same forever, bro, that is stuck on stupid. That's when you're like, dumbass. Yes, Tuesday, good morning, grand rising, rising grand. Wakey, wakey, get off of your SOS. You're never going to change anything by telling the same old stories. You're never going to be great by being stuck on stupid. But I'm just willing to call myself out. How much of y'all can call yourself out? Because in the, there's nothingness. But hold tight, guys. There's everything. And so I started this room by banging one of my songs. Here we are face to face with our memories that cannot be erased. And although we have each other, guess what, guys? Things have changed. Guess what? It's not the same. Oh, somebody sing it. Hey, what's the next line? Sometimes it makes me wonder, where would I be if you hadn't, what? Ah, we be singing them, we be singing them, right? But we don't even know the lyrics that we're singing. Some of y'all might not know this song. And just in case you don't know, I'm gonna pull it up just so you can hear it from the beginning. Cause when she sang, she sang. already happened and when you're gonna get like that but no what we do is we keep coming face to face with our past face to face with what he said she said and it's stuck on stupid what happens when you erase it what happens when you actually use it what happens when you step into it it says Although we need each other, things have changed, guys. So much in your life has changed. Are you willing to be a witness? Are you willing to go forth in this week and just be proud of everything that's changed? Be grateful for everything that's changed. Be encouraged by everything that may have hurt you. But yo, it came to bless you. It came to grow you. It came to expand you and stretch you. Sometimes it makes me wonder, where would I be if you hadn't discovered reaching deep inside of me. <laughs> I know there was something that we could compare. Guess what? I never meant to cause you no pain. You see all the stuff that's happened to you. What if it actually wasn't meant to cause you no pain? 
What if that wasn't there, would you actually exchange to going back to being the same? Are you living a life right now where you're just trying to make things right before we check out? I love that tumor, it says, I'm here for a good time, not a long time. So I hope we fall in love. Are y'all willing to live that? I'm here for a good time, not a long time. Might not even say that. Might have actually just made it up, to be honest. But are you willing to be here for a good time? Are you willing to fall in love? Are you willing to recognize that the only person who can get you off your SOS is you? And you'll never do that if you're stuck on stupid in the same old stories. It's a brand new day. It's a brand new week. It's time to create something new like it actually is. And it's time to start right here, right now, with all that you got, because you've already got everything you need. And imagine, I picked a stick. I picked a few. My first stick was, I have everything I need. Well, duh. My second stick was, level up, queen. Then I was like, how can I relay the message to them? Let me get another stick. And then it said, love it away. And I was like, okay, sticks, one more, one more. Nothing is missing. Nothing ever has been. Nothing ever is. But are you willing to just go? And let it be. Connect to where you are right now and know that breath is all you need. There's been some times in my life where I couldn't. I couldn't change the situation, the circumstance or what was happening as such. That's how I felt. But what I did know is I always had the power to create something in my mind. I always had the power to be in something and never really be there. Some of you guys, when you go through situations in life, you're present, but you're not really there. You're almost numb. You're, also, you're almost disengaged. And as much as that can be a curse, yo, that's a blessing. Because if you can do that in a negative way, as in you can be in a situation and not really be woke up to what it really is. You can be in a relationship and not really be woke to what it really is or how that person's really treating you. Let me tell you how what you can flip that into. You can be in any circumstance right now and in your mind, you could be somewhere else. Are you willing to give yourself permission to do that? Because you know what? That's how you start creating the life that you want. It's not when circumstances change. It's not when you've got enough money. It's not when environment changes. It's not when the kids grow up and go to school. It's not when you finally kick him out. It's not those things, bro. It's who can you be right here, right now, by simply going, What does that space allow you to create? Because you know, I'd be always saying the magic happens in space. If you're busy doing everything, busy is the biggest distraction of all time. In Elevate, we use a book called a discipline journal. 
and it helps you implement structure into your day. It helps you work on your goals. It helps you use your time wisely. It helps you evaluate your week and have gratitude. I go through many seasons though where I don't use it. Why? Because I'm creating magic in space. Someone's going to take this now from Elevate and decide I'm not using it this week because I'm getting into the space now, boo. It's not your season, girl. It's not your season. It's not your season. You ain't learned discipline yet. You ain't learned structure yet. You've been chilling for way too long. Get up. But where's my runners at? Where's my people that have been running and getting nowhere quick? Where's my people that have been putting in the work, running with the baton, making stuff work? Do you know, have you forgotten what it's like to actually create in space? Have you forgotten those spaces that you had to create in your life to get out of the situations that you were in? Have y'all forgotten? Have you forgotten when you sat in that corner and cried, but in that same corner you were crying, you were creating something else? Have you forgotten those spaces? Because they're valuable. And yo, sometimes when I get into that space, I write. I think people think I speak a lot. I actually write more than I speak because it's sacred and no one has to see me. I love Clubhouse because no one has to see me. I go into relationships not wanting to be seen. I go around life not wanting to be seen. But yeah, I know what God's doing. So it's like, okay, I'm gonna do what I gotta do, but it's okay, God, just find me a platform where I can hide. Oh my God, stuck on stupid. But I'll come here and I'll tell y'all, you're valuable, you're worthy. You deserve to be seen. And any opportunity I get to look at a picture and analyze how ugly I am, catch me right there doing that. What's my little story? Oh, I grew up with my sisters and all my sisters are so pretty. They're so beautiful. I'm the fat one. I'm the round face one. I'm the bro, shut up. And I'll tell you what, I found myself in that story a couple of weeks ago again. I was like, oh my God, are we not done with this stupid story yet? Stuck on stupid but oh yeah she's coach t she's got it all figured out no babes i'm figuring it out i'm living i'm in the midst of this is how it's gonna go i'm aware of what i'm telling myself and i'm aware of what that's producing i'm aware of what i'm thinking and i'm aware of what that's creating I'm aware of how I've used my pain and turned it into purpose as much as how I'm just flipping dope and magical and lit, like for no damn reason, just because I am. What are you aware of about you? Oh, you can't talk that way about yourself because somebody said it's big headed. But you're waiting for someone else to give you confidence. You better go to the mirror. But there's been seasons where I've been face to face with some things and I really wish they could change before <laughs> I walked out of their life or before I walked out of that situation or before I stepped into my new season. I was just trying to make that season right. It didn't really work out for me, guys. And that's why you let go. You let go 
because truth is we're not really in control nothing's on our timeline it's on divine timing so right here right now all we need to be is obedient we need to have awareness we need to have acceptance and then we need to have obedience because the awareness allows us to see things differently the acceptance allows us to like surrender and let go the obedience allows us to operate in a way that's in alignment. Many people don't practice obedience because they're living their own life on their own plans, on their own time. And then when stuff don't work out, getting frustrated and it's like, bro, you just wasn't aligned. It's not that it's not happening. And if I'm ever in those seasons of complete contrast and turmoil and questioning and ah, why me? Bro, I write. Because in my writing, I'm creating. Or I'll speak because I'm creating. Or I'll dance because I'm creating. Where do you go to create? Where do you go to speak it out? Where do you go to get it out? Where do you go to manifest what you want? Because it starts with how you're thinking. But here's something I wrote in one of those seasons. Sometimes was not my type of thing. Our kind of interaction was more than just a fling. From the moment I decided to let you come in, we made an exchange that connected us deep within. Your sound created high notes that I was playing on the verse and your hand played the keys, mixing a beautiful chorus. Your love had me high, every part of the track was healing. Your music touched me so deep, nothing compared to the feeling. But I'm here, sitting with this soundtrack, on blast, on replay. Like how on earth was this the music I played so much on a sometime-ish kind of day? We created an album and now that music is tearing me apart. How could this be the melody, the song, the soundtrack of my heart? Perhaps you're in a space where the sound of the music in your head is louder than the music on your heart. But are you willing to not let those notes tear you apart? We say it's winning Wednesday, but I don't feel like I'm doing much winning. When it appears on the inside, I have still so much healing, so much parts yearning. But what if, what if we are not actually broken? We are willing to press stop on the words that are repeatedly spoken. Sometimes people just come into your life for a period of time. Sometimes situations just surface because they can no longer hide. Sometimes light is just shone on the darkest part of places because it's time to blossom in those spaces. Actually, maybe it's time to let go. The time is now to plant your seeds and let your flowers grow. I have no clue where to start or where I'm going to begin, but I know I have the writings on my soul and the place in my heart that my desires sing. Yo, bro, I'ma just stop for a second because I need a minute. What? 
Okay, I need to tell y'all again, if you're coming into these rooms by now, you should know how I function. I do not read anything that I'm going to share before I share it. This morning we woke up at 5am. We actually start 5am club at 5am now. So we didn't wake up at 5am. I woke up at about 20 to 5. I did my family prayers and then I went into 5am. And when we went into 5am, we were watching an audio. And in the audio, he was talking about fantasy versus your actual imagination. But in that, he was really speaking about how, you know, imagination creates your vision, right? And through that, we're able to manifest and live the lives that we want to live. He's talking about it in terms of using the word faith. From last week, I was like, next week, I really need to talk in Clubhouse about the power of our tongue, but in a different way. The power of our tongue that sometimes we're in the worst seasons and we don't recognize that in the worst places, we're in the best place of manifestation. We're in the best place of manifestation. Do you want to know why? Because you're asking. And sometimes that's the only reason why we're under so much pressure. Is because if we wasn't in certain pressure, we wouldn't ask for a different outcome. We wouldn't reach for it. We wouldn't stretch for it. We wouldn't request it. I learned that because when I was in the worst places, right after comes my blessings all the time. But many people in the worst places lose what people call faith, lose belief, lose trust. I call it they change their posture. So when you ask for something and it's not coming, or you ask for something and it comes, but it doesn't come how you expected it to, or it comes with a lot of pain, or it comes with a lot of pressure. I often say to the women in Elevate, can you manage this? And last season, between January and April, God said to me, do this course called Level Up. In that course, he gave me 16 lessons. When I say he gave me 16 lessons, I get a line and it is, can you manage this? What are you under the influence of? I just get a line. And with that line, I got to create a course. I've got to create a class. I've got to create two hours of content. I do it with ease and grace, by the way. But that was between January and April. In the last month, I swear to God, those 16 lessons have been screaming at me, screaming so much that it's like, okay, Tanya, you've got to reteach it again. And I'm like, ah, but I did that. And it's like, uh-uh, you've got to reteach it again. In the midst of me hearing this, I wake up one day, three o'clock in the morning, random couldn't sleep, just couldn't sleep, wasn't really thinking about nothing, wasn't really nothing too crazy on my mind, was at a like a place of peace, but literally, again, I told y'all, stuff be talking to me, in the midst, it was like, turn on the TV, as I turned on the TV, the first thing that popped up was something called Crazy Faith by Michael Todd, I just pressed play, I just pressed play because I've been practicing obedience. So if something in me says, turn on the TV, and then something pops up, I watched the first thing. That was the first thing. Now, I've watched some of Michael Todd's things, and he done Crazy Faith, in my understanding, last year. So I thought it was actually an old one. 
Nabu. This is crazier faith. Last year he did crazy faith. This year he's doing crazier faith. Was he doing the same thing again? What was, what was my messages that I was getting before? Do the same thing again. I keep telling y'all when it comes from divine source, it comes with confirmation. That was my confirmation. But I was been a little bit disobedient. So I didn't fully listen. I knew what I had to do. I knew how I needed to be te teaching it again, but in a different way. So do you know what I started doing? Dropping asleep, dropping asleep everywhere, dropping asleep everywhere, bro. But naturally I'm tired. It's the time of the month. Oh, it's the moon energy, whatever, whatever. I hope someone's hearing themselves through this. Anyways, I then watched the audio. <laughs> and I couldn't go back to sleep because the audio started screaming at me. So then I shared it in 5 a.m. And since then, we've been on this journey watching them. And if anybody was a part of Level Up, guess what? We're just saying the same thing in different ways. In between, I might play someone else. Guess what? They're saying the same thing in different ways. In the middle of the week, I was out riding. I sent a voice note to Elevate Space and I said, do you know what's so crazy? I noticed that many people struggle with this thing called God or source or divine or being deeply, intimately connected because one, they won't sit with themselves. They won't listen to themselves. They won't hear like their dreams, their desires, what they want to bring to the forefront. But also secondly, they're waiting to be fed, bro. Out here getting information from everybody or from anybody. And as much as you're getting information from any and everybody, right? You're also relying on the opinions and stories of other people to make you believe what you do or don't believe. Where's your voice? Where's your center? Where's your sense of knowing what's right or wrong for you? My mum or dad and both of them with the utmost love will sometimes present what they think is an opportunity to me. And I will literally with love say, no. Yeah, they're my parents. They probably say she's hardened. They probably say Tanya does whatever she wants to do. Big fact, no cap. Because my sense of knowing who I am and what I've got to do, like, is unmatched. Yes, I've had it since a little child, but yes, it is working on it all of the time. It's taking that time out of my reality to ask myself, what do I want to create? What do I want to manifest? What do I want to experience? What do I want my life to look like outside of everyone and everything? And so I'm chilling, minding my business on Sunday, cleaning my house, getting ready for the week ahead, decluttering. My dad, well, the day before, my dad sends me something, I watch it. It was actually Elania Vanza, and she was talking about apathy. After I had a massive explosion in Elevate on five o'clock in the morning, she brought up this word apathy. I've seen the word. I probably really associate it with empathy, but apathy is different. And when she broke down the word, she said it's 
equals like letting go. It's like halfway to surrender. But letting go does not mean giving up hope. And I was like, bombaras, everything I talked to me. What did I mean? Last week, I gave y'all a plug, write a hope list. But when you write your hope list, it's hold only positive energy. There's no room for your story in that, bro. There's no room for what happened or couldn't happen or maybe it'll happen again. There's no room for any of that because it's hold only positive energy. And some of you wrote your hopeless and manifested the next day, manifested straight away because they were written in faith. Some of y'all still in here ain't wrote no hopeless, but you've been in every room, but you won't dare to write it down. So when she then went in and broke down apathy, you see, when I was talking about these situations, these relationships, we wake up in these jobs and everything that we think if the environment was to change or person was to change or face was to change, shit would change. When actually we're only been asked right here, right now to see things differently, to come off the story, to live in our creation, to live in our arc skin. And that's where I recognized more of my power. My power is not just from asking, is not just from recognizing what I need to ask for, but it's because I never lose hope. And you've probably heard me say before, I don't even like that word hope. And I don't like it because I, don't rec I feel that people don't recognize that some action comes with the hope. So they just sit there on the hope. Oh, I hope it works out for you. Bullshit. You don't hope it works out for me. Why did you just say that? I heard everything you said. You do not hope it works out for me. I don't like how people use the word. Because I hear energy, I don't hear the word. But hope itself as a word is dope because it actually counteracts the apathy. And you know what people who suffer from that look like? They have depression and anxiety and mental health stuff. Why? because they've lost hope. Do y'all hear it? I will say to people, mm -mm, I don't get depressed. Mm -mm, I don't experience anxiety. Mm -mm. Because the only time that I experience those things is when I am worried about something or when I'm thinking about something in a negative way. So I really don't reside there. That's why I have so much energy. People always say, why you got so much energy? Because I really try to live in a place of love. And I use the word try because it's a major fact. And when I let go, it honestly, like honestly, is because I've given it all that I've got. I recognize I am not in control. Things have to come into alignment. So you surrender. Many people can't let go of things because they're trying to control the outcome. Imagine being a grown ass woman still trying to get daddy who didn't love you, who wasn't there for you, who done something to hurt you and not because he did it on purpose, but yo, he's hurting. So he didn't know how to love you. He didn't know how to be there in the way that you needed him to be because he doesn't even know how to communicate. 
But before you just forgive, before you say to yourself, you know what, I get a bag of shit wrong. I fuck up, I make mistakes. Why don't I have the same energy for everybody else? Oh yeah, you can't forgive yourself, can you? Because you don't think you got anything to forgive yourself for because you, you have lived the best life. You have got it all right. You ain't never done nothing wrong because you have been doing the best with what you have, right? And you're the only person that can do that, but you can't exchange that to someone else. So as I heard her speak and I reflected on my week and she started to talk about how we give ourselves licenses to lose. I loved it. I was like, come Shuri Lanya. And she said, what's a license to lose? Comparing yourself to others, whining, complaining, being miserable. Oh wait, hear this one, micromanaging. Why? Because it's control. Driving the car instead of letting God drive the car. How many license to lose do y'all give yourselves? And I was like, whoa, I know these things, I practiced them, but I recognized in that moment why not everybody gives their self permission to win because they don't know where they're stuck on their stories. They don't know where they're telling the same old stories. They're not willing to address their complaining or whining or control issues. I am. I a thousand percent am. Again and again, don't even matter how many times it takes because some stuff is it, soon to be taking a while, but I'm still in the game of winning. Why? Because I've got hope. I'm only holding positive energy that it's going to work out exactly how I want it to, exactly how I visualized it, exactly how I think it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And I don't care how crazy it looks. I don't need no one on my side clapping and cheering for me either because I've got it. I know it's going to happen. And who's supposed to be there with me will be there in whatever aspect it is. How much have you give yourself permission to live like that? And so in doing that, I wake up today and I'm here and I'm like, okay, cool. How are we going to talk about SOS? Being stuck on the same old stories and stuck on stupid. And I just randomly go to my computer, click on the first thing that's in my notes, like the notes that I literally write in my phone when I'm going through something, I pull out my phone, I start writing, writing, writing. Did y'all hear everything? I've just said. But I just read it back and that was written on the 8th of November, 2019. That's a lie, that wasn't written in 2019. I probably edited in 2019. That was written in about 2016. So just in case you didn't actually hear the context of it, I'm gonna read it again. 
It was fully written in rhyme. It was fully written in verse. But if you actually hear it for the context of life, you'll hear that one, you have everything you need. Two, it's time to level up, guys. I'm only reading my sticks, by the way. Three, gotta learn to love shit away. And four, nothing is missing, ever. So I'm just gonna read what I wrote in 2016 again. And then if anyone wants to speak, you're welcome to come up. Sometimes was not my type of thing. Our kind of interaction was more than just a fling. From the moment I decided to let you come in, we made an exchange that connected us deep within. Your sound created high notes that I was playing on the verse. Your hands played the keys, mixing a beautiful chorus. Your love had me high, every part of the track was healing. Your music touched me so deep, nothing compared to the feeling. But I'm here, sitting with this soundtrack, on blast, on replay. Like how on earth was this the music played so much on a sometime-ish kind of day? We created an album and now the music is tearing me apart. How could this be the melody, the song, the soundtrack of my heart? Perhaps you're in a space where the sound of the music in your head is louder than the music on your heart. But are you willing to not let those notes tear you apart? We say it's winning Wednesday, but I don't feel like I'm doing much winning. When it appears on the inside, I still have so much healing, so much parts yearning. But what if we are not actually broken? Are you willing to press stop on the words that are repeatedly spoken? Sometimes people just come into your life for a period of time. Sometimes situations just surface because they can no longer hide. Sometimes light is just shone in the darkest of places because it's the time to blossom in those spaces. Actually, maybe it's time to let go. The time is now to plant your seeds and let your flowers grow. I have no clue where to start or where I'm going to begin, but I know I have the writings on my soul and a place in my heart that desires to sing. I'm not a singer. But I just wonder if anybody can hear that in the context of their life. And by the way, I know I was writing about music and some of y'all know I dated someone who does music and no, it wasn't about them because I know y'all in this room. But what I will say is, you see that part where it says sometimes people come into your life for a period of time. You know, I've been speaking here for weeks about seasons and they say that some people are for a lifetime, some people for a reason and some people for a season. And when you don't let go of those seasonal people, that's sometimes where there's so much conflict and contrast. Some people are just meant to pass through, like that's it. As much as some experiences are just meant to pass through, but you carry them your whole life. 
And then you think they're with you your whole life. No, you just didn't let it go. Just the same way that some people and some things are for a lifetime. Like they just actually are. And the minute that you get that, it's just so freeing. And the season that you're in with those people might shift through like throughout your lifetime, but it doesn't mean that they're not for a lifetime. If we try to control everything, we get fucked up. Grand Rising, Miss Tina, was good. Oh, well, I think Grand Rising, I think I'm probably for your lifetime. I can't be sure with you, but hey. <laughs> you a whole seasonal thing. I just held all of it long. <laughs> we've got we've got a distance. But I, I just wanted to ask you some of the things that you say, because sometimes I listen to you. And like you said, like when you said about your discipline diary, you said, hmm, those in Elevate who are going to now use that as an excuse. So I just want to clarify, because when you say try, and you say, yeah, I'm saying trying, yeah, you know instantly that you've got me all up in my stuff. Yeah, so my thing with words, the trying, because you like last week you were speaking about like the one energy, and I just think it depends on which way we're focusing on it. So when you do that exercise, when you tell us to, I don't know, I can't remember if it's to walk forward while looking backward or walk backward while looking forward, whichever way that is impossible to do, I just feel trying in that same, I just feel trying in that same energy. So it's either that you do or you don't. But this is a fact for me. That's why I don't like the word. That's why I don't use it because I don't try. Do you understand? Like, I'll just do. I don't try. When I feel like I'm trying, that's not for me. That's just me personally. Do you see what I mean? Because when I get you guys to literally stand up and I say, okay, walk forward. And I say, turn around, walk backwards. And then I'll say, turn back to the front. Now, walk forward while you're looking backwards. You can't do it. So you need to make up your mind which way you're going to go. Many people don't. Hence why their language depicts where they're at, which is why they will say try. Notice how I use the word. I said I'm trying to live in a state of love all the time. That's why I said trying, because guess what? It's not necessarily possible all of the time for me to come from a place of love. I can be a whole bitch. I can be a whole petty, I can be a whole nah, rat. But that's what I'm saying. At the same time, I'm not gonna act like I don't know that's what I do. Sometimes I think that people are not aware of their behavior. So therefore they're not aware of their language and they're not aware of their language and their behavior and how all of that adds up. When it doesn't matter, our behavior is a result of our thinking. That's it, bottom line. But who's willing to tap into their thinking? Many of us are not tapping into our thinking, we're tapping into our emotions and our emotions are dictating our life. And so under pressure, we become different people. Without pressure, we're a whole different person. But that's why I say for me personally, I say, check your posture. When stuff is not going your way, when things are not working out, when things are going your way and things are working out, who are you? And what's the difference between those people? 
How do you bring those people into alignment? Many people are willing to accept, I'm good at this, I'm good at that, or all of the good stuff. They're not willing to accept the bad stuff. So they try to shut it down, shut it down, get rid of that, don't want that part, get rid of that, wish that went away. No, nothing's missing. Every single thing that you've been through is necessary. Everything that you're going through, necessary. Every single part of you, necessary. Just where do you use them? I was talking to someone yesterday and I said to them, I think that there's a certain energy that comes out of me. And I feel that it has to come out, especially in spaces where I coach, because many people are used to being bullied. Go around letting people talk to you anyhow, letting people control and dictate your life because you simply will not open your mouth and literally ask for what you want. Or furthermore, forget asking and say, nah, that's not going to happen around here. You know you didn't want that. You know you didn't want to accept that, but you just be quiet about it because you think about hurting someone else's feelings, but you'll let yours be hurt. The fuck? No. Okay. When I hear trying coming out of me, which I also say, even though I don't like the word, but when I hear words like trying and should... And them kind of things, there's lots of but, 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 because I'm looking for justification. So, yeah, so I just wanted to ask that. The other thing was um, when you said that you create stuff, so you might create exercise or dance or this or that. And while you were saying that, I realised, I said, oh, wow. So we all create, but it's up to us what we create. So sometimes people choose to create confusion as opposed to creating something like what you're saying that could make you feel better. Like, okay, I'm going to create this dance project or I'm going to create this elevate group or I'm going to create. So they stay in their expectation. And I could say it because I've had it for years with my family. I would want certain members to be this particular way because I want them to do this. And it's easier if that happens because it's more smoother and also because a lot of the time I was living in the my mum's dying wish. So then everybody had to see my mum's dying wish and get in harmony and do it this way. But that wasn't happening. So because of that, yeah, I was in should and, and just a whole lot of energy that, as you know, no matter how much you tried to speak to me about it, I was tried. No matter how much you spoke to me about it, I was, I'm not having it because you don't understand. On mum's dying bed, rare, tear, 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 tear. So I was choosing confusion as opposed to creating harmony. But that's it. I feel like more, take away me creating dance, books, calls, take away all of that. That thing which I just read to you lot, I don't know if you guys can hear it, but I was in pain. I was in uh, the shittiest of places. It, it was yuck, yuck, disgusting. And that's why I said I need to take a minute because you don't necessarily hear the depths of my pain unless you really hear it. I'm talking about an experience that was supposed to be the most amazing experience, like all the energy had gone into it. Um, we created this, we spoke about it, it was meant to be this, but yet all I was stuck on was the pain. 
the same soundtrack that was supposed to be the most amazing music of my life, I just kept replaying the shit. Because that's just what it was. I just felt like it was shit, everyday shit. But in that shit, all it was making me go is, I don't want this. And then I would ask, and then I was just focused on what I want. I want my life to look like this. I want my bank account to look like this. I want my relationship to look like this. I want my children to grow like this. I want my family to be like that. That's what I'm talking about creating. And that's what I think is the part that we don't get. We think we've created it when we've lived it. This is old news. This conversation, old news. The day we're about to have, old news. We've already created this. So my thing is, when you're alone or in the present with someone or something, like what are you actually creating in your mind? Are you going through a situation right now and all you're thinking about is, oh, I will walk into that office again. Oh, I've got to experience that thing again. Oh, the next time we have that interaction, it's going to be like this again. Or are you actually able to know right here, right now, it's not looking how you want it to look. Right here, right now, it's not mapping out how you wanted it to map it out. But yo, in your mind, you're able to walk for what you want. You're able to focus for, on what you want. That's the difference. That's what I'm saying we're creating. Because guess what? Whether we're focusing on how we don't want it to go, what it's going to look like, it's not turning out, or whether we're focusing on how we want it to go, it's going to be flipping amazing, this is going to be dope. Whichever side of the fence, because guess what, there's no in-between either, we're making it happen. When I wrote this, sorry, when I wrote this then, yeah, that's part of the end. I can't stop thinking about it, because when it says... Um, Sometimes situations surface because they can no longer hide. Sometimes light is shone in the darkest places because it's time to blossom in those spaces. Some of you know the type of awareness that I have now, what, six years later, seven years later. I didn't necessarily have the type of awareness then. Well, consciously, I didn't think I did. But when I listen to what I actually wrote, of course I flipping did. And that's what I'm saying. We don't give ourselves credit for the stuff we've survived and how we got through it. But we're happy to be stuck on stupid or the same old stories. I think that the reason why, for me, that I'm stuck on stupid or stuck on the same old story, like you just said, is because of where I'm focusing. I'm not consciously realising, wow, you've been through stuff. So, you know in moments like right here and right now, maybe after that breathing as well, you become present to the here and now, and then you can say, wow, I've been through stuff. And the difference, so yeah, like you said to me last Wednesday, sometimes, you know, when I said to you last week something, and you said, don't do that. Like I said, Tanya's extra extraordinary. You said, don't do that. I will say to you, Tanya, honest to God, sometimes you make things like you just speak, you just speak like, duh, like I'll ask you something and you'll go, duh, and I'll say, Tanya, I answered your pigeon or you'll be like, mum, right? I do do that, it's rude if I do do it, I apologise. I realise that in you speaking, yeah, you can create this and you can create that and 
that is very easy for you. I'm just saying to everybody, and it's something that I know, I'm also like my daughter, I can create anything and everything. I, I, if tomorrow I say, oh my God, look at my bank account, I'm gonna create, I'm gonna sell, I'm, I'm gonna sell vegetables, I'm gonna do something to make the situation. But this is what I'm saying, I, I think that I wanna take away the outcome it's not anybody can create. The truth of the matter is we are all creating now. That's it, bottom line. I, I, I hate the fact that people look at people who are, I don't know, for instance, on Facebook Lives, thinking, oh my God, they're creating the life that they live or the people that are opening the shops or the people that are, you know, selling the products. Like there's a whole process before you see that. Okay, so let me explain about like, what I created. <laughs> I created, so Tanya stopped exercise for how long? How long did you stop exercise for? About two to three months. Two to three months, and I created a whole two stones. Guess what? We're back, exercise is back from Monday. And what I loved about today is it's hard. I could feel the difference with the extra weight. It's hard. But I was just like, hell, I am sticking to this process. I am sticking to this. You must have laughed. You can laugh. Because what I realised, right, sometimes I go in a relationship and I get cheated on. And then I'm like, why did I get cheated on? And this morning I realised that I cheat on my faith. I don't stay faithful to walking. I don't stay faithful to this. I don't stay faithful to that. But as Tanya said, that's a that's a SOS of the past. Because now I am having a relationship with discipline. I'm sticking to it. My bottom was so I don't I think the weight went into my bottom and it was so <laughs> heavy today. We love to see it. We love to see it. <laughs> love to see it. And, and Elsa was laughing yesterday because I wasn't muted and I said, Oh Jesus. And, you know, I probably said it on behalf of all of the room because it is, it's, it's not easy. It's not easy. But I know, like I know, like I know, on the other side of this, there's some victory. I'm going to just stick with the process. And that's exactly it. Like, I'm not going to lie. I've tried to go into that exercise space so many times and be like, guys, I'm in trouble. You know, like, because it's not necessarily... It's the stop. It's the taking a break. And I was still going gym. I didn't completely stop. I was going to gym. But when you flip your training, when you're doing cardio training compared to like weight or resistance training, it's completely different training. And it works different parts of your mind. It works different parts of your body. It's different. And so sometimes the shift makes it feel hard, you know, as much as the weight or the stop or whatever. And I want to say it's the same, whether you choose to wake up every day and create the life that you love, which means you are out here having to get contracts, having to build things from scratch to end, like from, is that really easy? Is it really hard? The truth is, it's whatever you make it be. I think it's hard to wake up every day, go to a job you don't like, be in a relationship you don't want to be in, um, have conversations that don't lift you or empower you or inspire you bro I think that's hard it's also might be hard when every time you're trying to release something you're getting told no 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 but you still keep going so I always say pick your hard pick your hard as much as you pick your easy 
because the truth of the matter is we're actually doing that every day. Carla, do you know how easy it was when I was overindulging and eating the cake and the this and the that and the da -da? The overindulgence was easy. But then the, there you go. The, uh, the, what do you call it? The effect, the blood pressure, the swollen legs. The, you know, how could I say I love myself and my life and that that's what I'm choosing? It, it's, it's, yeah, so for me, it's, it's my my faithfulness like my my relationship with faithfulness and like you said honoring and working on myself I, i'd fallen short of that so yeah i love that and thank you so much for sharing if anyone else wants to come up please do um one thing that i will say is i love my old school jams i love singing out these heartbreaking songs because i remember the seasons that i was in when i sang them do you know what I mean? And you're going to come through some things as much as you're going to go through things. It's just how are you going through it? Um, I really hope that today's room has inspired you to connect to the. And I got a message to say that that breathing exercise that we did at the beginning is what people do when they go into yoga. It's what people do when they go into coaching sessions. It's what people do to kickstart their day. Do not let these things go amiss. You breathe in for four, you hold it for two, you breathe out for six. You don't even recognize how more time when we wake up out of bed, our heads are ready on what we got to do. Like I actually have got to the point where I slightly get mad if my mum calls me for prayer call in the morning before I've woke up by myself because I feel like I'm already jumping in. I kind of think it's very amazing and very special to have a couple moments with yourself before you give to anyone else in your day. I think it's dope. And I think it's something that even if you wake up with your partner and y'all have different spaces for a little while and then you go ahead and create together, that's bomb. And even if you're creating in your own worlds, right? But your vision is together, that's bomb. Don't be scared to go after the life that you want, like the life you deserve, the life that is available to you. That's the truth. No one's going to get it for you. You got to go get it. And it's not even about get up, go hard. It's not always that energy. It's literally like, can you sit with yourself and align with it and imagine it and think it and create it and then allow stuff to happen so that you get the next thing that you got to do. There's so often where I'm just quiet and I'm quiet because in those moments, everything's real loud, like real loud. And that's what's been happening to me these last couple of weeks. I think that I get told something I'm a little bit slow off the mark. And then I hear it again and again and again and again. I'm like, okay, cool. I'll do it. And that's just how we are with ourselves sometimes. We're leaving ourselves dead lost so that we can look good by having the most money and being successful. Or we can look good by being the incredible mom or the amazing dad. Or we can look good by being the amazing daughter or son. But we're running on empty. I don't want none of us running on empty. We're coming to the end of the year. That means we got the last quarter. We're already in the last quarter. It's not over. It's not done. If you are going to use a timeline, then use it to be great. Walk out of this year saying, yo, this was the best year of my life. How are you going to give yourself permission to do that? We're like three months into six months goals that we sat three months ago in these rooms. Three months ago in these room, I said, give yourself six months to wake up in six months and say, 
this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to create. This is what it's going to look like. Like, how close are you to that? And if you ain't started yet, let's go. Like, honestly, like, let's go. Like, that's it. There's only one power. And it's the power of whatever you choose to believe in. Like, that's the power that's going to get you lit. I choose to believe that I am responsible for this life that I get to live. And my responsibility says, you know what? I'm going to wake up and do what I got to do. I'm not waiting until the timing is right, the money is right. No, I'm not waiting. Like the time is now, period. And when I get to that place, I literally live in the... Because it's just one step at a time, one breath at a time, one thought at a time. It all stacks up. That's why y'all going to be great. Because you were born great. Tanya. Yes, ma'am. How did you stop yourself being under the influence? Come on. How did I really stop myself being under the influence? I got mad. You know, when I'm coaching guys, yeah, I say to them, you ain't mad enough. <laughs> you ain't done. You see, even that thing which I wrote, listen to what I said. I have no clue where to start. I don't know where I'm going or where to begin. But I know I have some writings on my soul and a place in my heart that wants to sing. Listen, when you want more, you can't settle for less. My family have seen me do a madness with some things, whether it's relationships, whether it's, it's jobs, whether it's cars. I pick and choose what I want, like actually with, with everything. And that's because I will not settle with what I don't want. I might experience it because I'm fast too. I might experience it. I might try and figure that out. But the minute I know that's not it, I'm out. I'm out. And that's how I became less under the influence of people's ideas, views, I life, what it's supposed to be and these theories and whatever other stuff. And I just started to feel like, nah, there's just something in us, in each and every single one of us. How do we tap into that? How are some people majorly happy and super successful and joyful and like live these dope lives? And why are other people in poverty and lack? Well, what is that? And that's what I'll study. I'm like, what is that? Why is that? What creates that? What, what is that? And then I'll figure out which ones I want to follow or which things I want to lead or which things seem to make sense because I've heard them 15 times in, in 25 people's different lives. So I'd be a fool. I talk to myself hard. I think that's how I got from under the influence. And in talking to myself hard, I then realized, all right, cool, yeah. You're a little bit hard, be a little bit softer. And so sometimes now, especially if you're around me, you'll see this soft, I think she's a punk. I genuinely think she's a little punk, but this soft version of me. And I'm like, who is this? I have fun. I do shit wrong and I'm okay. And I fail and I'm okay. And I get up and I'm great. And other times I'm all the way down and I just stay under my sheets. Like I'm just okay with being okay as much as I'm okay with being great and as much as I'm actually okay with being at the bottom. But I know that none of those places do I have to stay. I'm wherever I want to be in whatever season I choose it. 
And sometimes, yes, it absolutely feels like it's out of my control. Absolutely. Sometimes it absolutely feels like <laughs> none of this stuff's working, like it doesn't change. And other times I am like, oh, I would never live another life because this is so lit. You just got to figure it out. And I just give myself permission to keep figuring it out. I think that's how I got from under the influence. And one thing I would say just to leave is um, I heard something the other day and it's really sitting with me. And it said this, like this whole life, this part of existing that we're doing, we're dead. I just needed to say that. And the reason why it's been sitting with me is because the way they broke it down was like, if you looked at like this world from like a bird's eye point of view, in order for us to be this solid, like our skin, our matter, like everything to experience being this solid, when we know everything is made of atoms, they're almost so dense that they're solid. Because if you understand atoms, you understand things are always moving. And when I thought about that, I was like, so what really are we trying to do here? What really is the point of this whole experience called life? Like, what's it really about? And sometimes I think too much and other times I just ask that question and let it be. And then in the meantime, in between time, create the best life. Because if I don't know what it's really about, then I'm here for a good time. That's it. If I touch some lives along the way, if I bless some people along the way, if I have some flipping lit dope experiences along the way, ah, I'm here for it. I'm not going to wake up and live in misery. Absolutely not. Just got to figure it out. When you said that, we're all dead, hear me, oh Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> because it's dense matter do you know what I mean like it's just mm, science is good I like science anywho it's turn up Tuesday I pray something can hear spoke to someone in her and y'all got whatever it is that you needed go and create an album guys that doesn't tear you apart create an album that reflects the soundtrack of your heart like real talk you don't have to be a singer to do that by the way I'm talking about the album of your life create something that's just going to make you proud and make you feel like whatever it is that we're here for it was a good time you came for a good time you had fun you learned a lot of things along the way and I think when we're thinking about being under the influence you actually think like yo I impacted something or some people's lives I just had an impact your life wasn't in vain because you wake up and you choose to be great I'm out it's been a good conversation and I pray y'all have a great day and by the way have you guys seen this new function where you can like press it and it will capture the last 30 seconds of the conversation 
and then you can share it. So I think that would be a really good way to um, share the rooms with people. If you hear something that you needed to hear, but it's already gone, don't worry, hit that button, those little scissors at the bottom, and you can literally record the last 30 seconds and share it with whoever needs to hear it. That's dope. I think we should tap into that. Grand Rising, Sandra. Was good. Um, well, the word apathy, I'm so glad you broke it down because I always thought it meant lazy and you couldn't be bothered. And it's obviously totally not, doesn't mean that. And for me, um, I don't look back at the past because, as they say, the past is history. There's nothing you can do about it. It's gone, it's you know, it's gone and it's buried. So, like you say, you can't move forward if you're looking back. Mm -hmm. And I also choose to not look at the things that have happened to me and what I've survived. I look at the things that I'm achieving and that I'm going to achieve. achieve. And I've definitely stepped into the one power since last week, last week. So thank you. I love me some of you, Sandra. I love the fact that you just take the stuff in here and you run with it. You ain't wasting no time, girl. I love that. But one thing I will say about apathy and the reason why that word struck me because you do hear it as lazy because it actually is like losing the will to live, hopelessness. It's an emotional state. And you know what I loved? She said, it's an emotional state, yet people think it's a mental state. And it's an emotional state that triggers physical illness. Last week I was in here and I was talking about how our emotions, our mental being, our spiritual being, how those things trigger other stuff, then physically we experience some kind of sickness or an experience. But we don't, we're not aware of what's triggering us emotionally, mentally, spiritually. We're not aware of it. So if we're not aware, how do we fix it? We can't. So that's why I'm always saying, yo, get aware of what is happening. I don't go through anything without like feeling it. Do you know what I mean? Like I feel so deeply and I always used to say I get scared when I can't feel, but not because it controls me, but because if I feel something and it's off, I've just learned over time not to ignore that as much as if I feel something and it's on, I know to run with that because it's about clearing up your feelings. But yeah, apathy, that's just a, it's just a word that I was like, wow, it's when people just quit, like they lose hope. And through them actually no longer holding on to positive energy, they just give up. And then it creates mental stuff, emotional stuff, illnesses. Like, what? Y'all don't give up. I don't care how hard it gets. Hold on. Like I said, even if it's by a thread, not a complete trolley strap, get it. Get all the way to it. Get it. This isn't the final destination. Do you know what is so funny? Because... um. Sandra, somebody else might define that word differently, but um, was it Ilania that you said had defined it like that, Tanya? Yeah, yeah. Right, because um, she goes into words as well. So she has a word um, that she likes to use called pathology. And um, pathology means the study of disease. But the way that she uses um, the pathology, she'll speak about like family pathology and sometimes how you see the same traits in families like the grandmother could have done this so then the child does that or this one does that so in those in both apathy and pathology you see path and every morning part of our prayers as a family is 
lead us on the straight path and not on the path of those who have gone astray. So sometimes like the meaning apathy is almost like that person has lost that connection to the path. So there's no, it feels like a sense of no hope, blah, blah, blah. So yeah. Yo, Tina, that's bomb, bro. I don't even see that. I didn't even, you see you see what I mean like when you just do what you do it's just dope like I didn't even yeah I didn't even you see I didn't even see that y'all see that I didn't see that I didn't even see path in there I just heard that word and thought uh uh-uh, not my portion I don't like that word that's what I thought <laughs> with both words apathy and pathology they both mean the same thing sometimes it's like you're going against your own path so as much as Tanya is my daughter and she says, I'm going to listen to my dad, I'm going to listen to my mom, I just do my own thing. You know, it's bittersweet. It's like a blessing to see it, but sometimes it could be really like a pain in the hindrance, a pain in the arse. So, yeah, but pathology, you have your own path and it's for you to form a relationship with your own path. It's and- not easy to raise a person like me. I mean, you and dad have done a fantastic job. But what I'm saying is, guys, when I say I don't listen to my parents, of course I do. I honour, love and respect them. <laughs> I do. But I'm not scared to challenge them. I'm not scared to ask them why they think I should do that or what. It, because, again, sometimes we've never questioned something and we're just living in it. We're, we're living in it, thinking that's our path. But actually, maybe it was daddy's dream. And daddy's dream was so big and daddy didn't make it. And daddy's fed that into you so much that you believe that that's what you got to do. But it was daddy's dream. You don't even know it was daddy's dream anymore because you've just heard it the whole time. You might even be good at it, but it's not your dream. That's not your path. And so much of us are creating our paths from the idea that if we do this, that will be successful. And if we do that, that that will be the best thing to do because we will look better, be better. Like, what about just living now? What are you doing now that's dope? What are you doing now that's successful? What are you doing now that makes you get up and have joy every day? Like, what is that? What does that look like? Because maybe that will lead you to the path. And the other thing, Tanya, that is a key message on what you said today, was the thing about doing the same thing again. So, you know, you do something once and you want to throw it down and your good advice, your mother would say, I sat down once and I saw a Hollywood style show. I was actually in Broadway. I was sitting down in the theatre <laughs> looking at the Raw Ladies show and I thought, oh my God, they're absolutely wow, they've made this, and I, I, I was imagining they're going to tour with it, they're going to go from town, no, 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 Tony was bored, and that was, <laughs> and that was the end of it. Boredom's a sin. The woman that knows about money, I can make money, Tony, you need to, you've done the work, you just need to talk. No, that's, that's boring, no, no, I hate the way things look, no. I don't know what you saw. No. So you had to do what Tanya had to do. So it's great as well today to hear that you're being made to wait. It's great to hear that you've got to sit and listen to your God telling you how to walk your path. I just pray that you've used, I don't know, they say not to use cotton buds, but I pray that you've cleansed your ears and then you can just sometimes. <laughs> 
<laughs> but it's they dirty. I've always had a problem with wax since I was young, so that's probably why I can't hear. I swear. I think sometimes, right, we try to do all these new things, and sometimes life is just saying to us, like you say, it's 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 a new thing with the old thing. It's a, you know, yeah, whatever it is. Do a new thing with an old thing. If you're asked to go back and do something again, absolutely do it. There's something there for you to learn. There's something there for you to pick up. There's something there for you to master. Sometimes we want to be great, but we're not willing to be the master of something. Like they say in professional, in the professional world, for you to become a master of something, you've got to put in a hundred thousand hours. So for those of you that want to sing, those of you that want to play ball, those of you that want to dance, those of you that want to write, those of you that want to speak, have you put in a hundred thousand hours? Are you even willing to? That's what we got to start to ask ourselves. Someone in the audience said they read something recently that when God wants you to move to bigger blessings, he'll allow a heavy storm to pour on you. Every plant grows after rain whole word don't be scared of your storms guys they're 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 seasoning you they're preparing you they're teaching you resilience courage discernment strength passion whatever they're teaching you so much but if you're one of these people that runs from conflict you're one of these people that runs from having that open conversation like what the hell are you feeling and learn nothing Sometimes I talk to myself 25 times in the shower before I have the conversation, but I'm going to have the conversation though. Other times I just let it out without thinking. Don't avoid conflict. Don't avoid facing your storms. Face them. Face them head on. Have those uncomfortable conversations. And I think that's a wrap. Any people in the room want to say anything else before we jump out of here and have an amazing, amazing day? Nobody? Okay. We out. Um, yes, ma'am. We love the message that came, the word bore, B-O-R. One that causes weariness and relentlessness through lack of interest. Girl, why are you on my stage coming for me? Uh, because boredom. Huh? Why are you on my stage coming for me? when I talk to you because I just think ah you may have to be repetitive in your actions that's the part I don't like when you're actually doing what you're supposed to do you don't actually get bored so that's why when I get bored <laughs> anyways we're not in the season of being bored are we no we're in the season of knowing and taking the right steps to do what we gotta do but thank you for that thank you for 
rossing me up with the SOS, my stuck on story of being bored. <laughs> Be great, guys. Have an awesome day. Thank you all for being here. Bye. Bye.